Welcome to Food Management's One-on-One with Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bazalka. Today I'm talking with Michael Coffey, Chief Strategy and Innovation Officer at Canteen Vending Services, about Canteen's recent partnership with high-tech vending machine vendor Labret Express to deploy the company's Bake Express units across North America and how that enhances and extends Canteen's offerings. Michael, thank you for joining us today. Let me start by asking you to briefly explain what the Bake Express machine is, you know, how it works and what it offers and how it's different from other automated food dispensing units on the market. Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, we'd be more than happy to talk about uh, what we're doing with Bake Express and kind of what we've seen from automated uh, food service um, in recent days. So the Bake Express machine, in essence, is a, is a great digital display uh, for products, it's a uh, machine that actually takes a par-baked product or a previously cooked product and heats that product um, in a way that, that actually gives the customer the experience they expect for that product. And, and I'll explain that a little bit around traditionally when you reheat items, whether that's a, an entree or a, or a sandwich, unless that product has been formulated to be heated in the microwave, it's designed to be cooked in a convection um, space so that you get a crisp you know, a croissant when you cook a product or that the edge of the pizza cooks in a certain way, et cetera. And, and I think that's what Bake Express has really done is it, it allows a great customer experience, but all that customer experience is extended to the way that the product is delivered and the quality of the product you receive. So um, pretty excited about, you know, Bake Express. We've, we've done quite a bit of testing on different products and different variations of products, but really it's the delivery of the quality of that product that got us most excited around this. Yeah, I understand that Canteen piloted these machines on a number of college and business sites for over a year now. What were some of the major takeaways from those pilot site deployments? Um, did anything about them surprise you? You know, I, I think for us the, the biggest takeaway was that consumers uh, were looking for hot food uh, versus food that they had to reheat. Um, you know, you hear a lot about that, and there's a lot of competitive competition with food delivery and things like that. But having just access to walk up and dispense a product that you want, have confidence that that product is going to be the quality that you want, um, I think it's really intuitive for consumers as well. So the, the learning curve for consumers to go up, make a selection, purchase the product, and follow that you know purchasing journey through receipt of product was uh, really well received. Um, the mix of products and the types of products uh, that were purchased were a little bit surprising in the time of day that those products were uh, purchased. Um, you know, you, you like to believe that um, people are generally um, uh, covered and, and, and this is going to be a big lunch draw and things like that, but we, we saw this as a great breakfast draw, so you needed a better breakfast mix for products because people were coming in wanting a hot breakfast versus something that they traditionally probably didn't uh, find in other retail solutions. So that was probably the biggest takeaway for us is that, you know, operationally the machine worked great. Um, we were very reliable in the customer journey and, and the, the time and the usage of uh, what we previously would have thought uh, was different than expected. Of course, most of that pilot period took place under the COVID restrictions over that last year and a half. Will any adjustments have to be made to adapt the Bake Express units to what is hopefully a post-pandemic environment now? You know, we, we were a little bit concerned. We, we had kind of started pre-COVID um, in this and... Uh, and it had a really good understanding of how it is and, and uh, was executed during that place. But what we really found with these machines during the pandemic was people were looking for unattended retail. And they were looking for places that 
uh, were more remote food service, so where your traditional food service operations were idled or, you know, participation was different than it had been or access was different than it had been during COVID. Um, these machines really allowed people to have access to hot food when those locations were closed down. So, um, you know, we, we found that the pandemic was probably, a lot of times you test things in a pandemic, you're a little concerned around it. For us, we it really heightened our awareness that people do want access to remote food service in different ways. Now, post-pandemic, um, you know, we're really going to have the ability to test it in different environments that maybe didn't have essential workers um, or the population that were in place, um, et cetera. And, and, and honestly, you know, we're really interested in to see what happens with the mix of products and what products are uh, sold versus were sold during the pandemic because we think, you know, access to other amenities is going to change the mix and what we need to kind of supplement versus what we were supplementing during the pandemic. Yeah, that's interesting. What are some of the things you'll be able to do now with them that you weren't able to do while COVID was raging and restrictions were in place? Um, I think it's really access to new locations. Um, you know, obviously this is a great machine, but it really serves the need in different environments, uh, public environments. Um, I think this is a great fit. Uh, we've all probably sat in a hospital lounge and said, you know, I'd really love to get something that uh, is, is great, but unfortunately the cafeteria is closed. Um, and now have access to a great hot option. Um, and, and it's really about access to different environments that were probably closed during the pandemic or had low population, so they couldn't support um, one of these solutions. Yeah, what kind of sites do you, you mentioned hospitals? Are there any other uh, kinds of locations that you see these units now being especially suited for that you didn't have something for them before? Yeah, I, I think ultimately it's an extension of whatever food service was in place before or where there was probably you know, food deserts or locations that were underserviced um, that are looking for those. I, I think you can you can look at, in, in most B&I accounts, um, in uh, college and university, I think you can look at multi-tenant buildings. Um, anywhere where there's traditionally food service during a certain range of, uh, of hours, and now there isn't, and so people are looking for solutions. So I, I think it's a, it's a good fit. Um, also, when you're trying to modify your service frequencies in uh, restaurants or in your cafe spaces, um, you can now have a third or a remote site that's supported with great quality products. It sounds like there are more market niches now that open up um, uh, for you that weren't there before, even in sites that were serviced in some way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, you really got to think about what consumers are, are, are looking for. And, and these types of solutions, um, Big Express or other automated retail solutions, which have been really prevalent in Europe for years, um, I think are, are, are much more widely accepted and, and can be applied in, in a lot of different environments. So ultimately, I mean, how does it enhance canteen service at the sites where it already exists? Uh, what does it add to the mix? Well, I mean, obviously a hot component. Um, when you traditionally think about uh, unattended retail, it's uh, prepackaged, um, grab-and-go, cold, or shelf-stable products. You get a hot option here where, um, and, and you've got an expansive offering that you can provide uh, in hot. So you can do anything from hot breakfast to hot lunch to entrees. Um, you know, those kinds of offerings have been traditionally been available to folks in an unattended environment. So um, in our current current space, it's, it's been an extension of the services we provide already. Um, it's been an enhancement to the offerings, and it's been a, a change in service point. So instead of going to a cafe in a large manufacturing facility, you can get closer to the population and service them with hot offerings. Okay, well, finally, um, 
What impact do you see broadly uh, these sophisticated automation uh, technologies like Bake Express having on on-site dining programs going forward? You know, I, I think automation in general, or whether it's human-assisted automated um, solutions, if it's these types of automated solutions that can meet um, um, off-demand off periods of time. Um, you know, when you're thinking about dining programs, we, we need to get closer to the people, right? So if you're, if you're thinking about the competitive pressure and the landscape today, a lot of food delivery out there. Um, there's going to be a change in the service points in a lot of these locations because of change in population. But this is really about providing great quality food and accessibility um, in a post-pandemic environment, right? And, and, and the expectation is going to be that you're closer to the population, that, that you still have services available, but you may not have the staff needed that you had traditionally in a, uh, a dining program. Because this can be, you know, set up and dispensed and, and can be managed independently of um, staff. So I think that's the big change is flexibility in the model and, and accessibility. Michael, thank you so much for um, your comments and your time today. Absolutely. More than happy to be involved.